I'm Heather. And I'm Brooke. We're two mompreneurs and friends for almost 10 years who've watched each other go from single AF to married with child. Soon to be children. Tune in every Wednesday to hear us and our lovely guests dish about motherhood, entrepreneurship, relationships, and tips on how we try to balance it all. We're ready to let it all hang out. Yes, all of it. The pretty, the messy, the too tight for our skinny jeans. If only for a good therapeutic laugh or cry. Hashtag real talk. Welcome to a space for soul. We're excited to share ours with you. Good morning, afternoon, evening, depending on when you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say just good morning, but they could be tuning in any time. Um, you better tune yeah. in at 6 a.m. every time this launches or you yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, obviously, people are like 5.59 on their Apple podcast app, like, open, open, open. Anyone remember that oh, Kmart commercial? Because that's all I ever think about <laughs> when I think about someone waiting. <laughs> Please, oh, my listen. goodness. <laughs> Hello. Is anyone there? Um, well, we are back to have a little chitty chat, um, and today, Brooke and I thought it would be fun to talk about um, transitions and everything from work, family, personal kids, because if there's one thing that 2020 has been, it is transitions, <laughs> along with 700 oh, things, but um, yeah, there's just been a lot of movement in both of our lives in different ways, um, and felt like it would just be a nice, relatable little chat to share how we kind of are navigating through um, all the things we're having to navigate through. <laughs> yeah, and just when you think you've gotten into a new groove, 2020 is going to switch it up on you. So, <laughs> like an infant, you know, right? When you get that yeah. sleep schedule unlocked, they're like teething which is hell. Yep. And then once you get through that, it's like something else growth spurt. And then it's like, you know, wonder week up and you look in and it's like stormy week because they're learning to see colors and understand sequences. And you're like, fuck my <laughs> life. <laughs> and then at least with number two, we're just learning to go with the punches at this point. It's like, okay, we have the second kid now and it's like whatever happens happens because 2020 oh my is gosh. taking us for a ride <laughs> perfect time to have a How second right? year with sleep it i think it really was and you're just like i can't actually obsess about this you just it has to just be figured out how much easier well, and it's like everybody is in oh sorry what do you think i said how much easier was sleep training the second time around oh way easier i haven't i like this chick like truly trained herself i like five weeks i was like okay i guess oh yeah you i forgot i'm getting like, you up yeah, <laughs> yeah you're like, well and I? honestly like i mean i did i i feel like at least for this time around first time with aiden i mean we definitely had to like let him cry it out at like seven months or so but with her i was like already like a little less like running to the bed when she'd make a peep you know where with him um i was like oh gosh he's starting to cry you know like at the very beginning um so obviously we didn't do like sleep training when she was that small but um I feel like I was just like less inclined to be rushing to her you know it's like a different feeling of like oh she'll be fine (laughs) I know you were so good about that I was still kind of like oh she's crying and Nick's like let her chill for a minute but 
I definitely, it wasn't as, you know, I'm so bad. It wasn't as like nerve wracking for me to sleep train because yeah. I knew what I would get at the back end. So it was much more like, okay, this totally. has to happen. Like pour the glass of wine and, and it's going to be fine. Where with Nick before it was, or with Vaughn and Nick was there too, but I was sleep training him. Um, <laughs> I sleep trained my husband first and then I sleep trained my baby. Um, but no, it was oh, like, okay. I mean, I literally couldn't handle it. I was like stressing out. I mean, I was an absolute wreck. And finally, I'm like, you have to listen to the monitor. Like, I can't. And I just, it's too much for me. And I don't know. Maybe Vaughn just has my my little nerves a little more because he'll like whine. And I'm like, are you going to go in there? He's like, well, I'm chill for it. So apparently, I'm just the worst. And Brooke's like amazing. We're like the total opposite. John's like, should I go in? I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm turning off. Like, in the middle of the night is like the worst, too. Because he'll be like, we don't need I a go monitor. Check on her? I'm like, no, she's fine. And I think, oh well, this it's time like has been princess. weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, um, the monitor's off, so we're not going to hear anything. Um, no, I think this time has been a little bit funky just once we did the sharing the room transfer. So we've had to do, like, a little bit of training there because it's just it's difficult because they're, they wake up at different times, you know, and um, yeah. one makes, like, a noise in the morning. And more of the early morning is where we struggled, like, for a while. Like, they were getting up before 6, just, I think, from being in the same room. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, I'm not, like, like I, can't, I can't do this before 5 or before 6 stuff. Um, so now we're kind of getting in our groove. But, yeah, we definitely had to do a little bit of, like, move him out for a while, let her cry in the early morning, you know, move him back. Luckily, he's old enough where we can now say to him, like, hey, buddy, like, you have to wait for your green light to come on and don't, like, disrupt your sister. If she's awake, you can <laughs> you can talk to her. Yeah. So now he'll, like, climb in bed with her in the morning is the cutest thing for, like, the first, like, 30 minutes because he knows he can't come out and he'll play with her. But it took us a while to get here for sure. That's cute. That's kind of nice. You're, like, awesome. I will say, even with separate rooms, um, they can still wake each other up and it can suck in the early morning oh. because – Sutton is like loud AF. I swear to God, that chick has lungs that could scream till like Asia and <laughs> they would hear her. It's like, what are you doing? And I have so many sound machines in this freaking house. And I swear it's like clockwork. She'll be like, and like do her like crazy wild scream. And then two minutes later, I hear Vaughn. And I'm like, I'm going to die. it is I mean it all ends up working out because same with Vaughn he's like got his um you know his uh clock too that he knows the colors for so that's been good and we definitely have transitioned to that we've even um I don't know I don't think it's a quarantine thing but he's definitely also started um being afraid of his room so we've had Mm. to put a lot of like we have like it's an age thing for sure yeah, he's got, like, We've had he thinks about monsters and, and all that stuff. So we also got this, like, mm-hmm. star thing that circles around his room and puts stars up all on his um, his walls, and that's been really, really good. And I think we're going to start doing the big boy bed transition soon, where I'm just going to get the railings for the crib. Because um, he's mm-hmm. fine. Like, he's so fine in the crib. But I kind of – it's getting to this weird age where it's like, well, he's going to be three and a half. Like, how long do I really yeah. leave him in a crib? Well, and he's a big kid. He's not, like, a little small guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's a big kid. He's taller. And I just, I literally, we've been watching, like, Robin Hood, and I keep having this vision of, like, Prince John and Ben, like, mommy, like, trying to suck his thumb. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, if I leave (laughs) Vaughn in any longer, 
I'm going to raise, like, Prince John. I can't do that to his wife or oh husband. Like, I can't. I know. So I'm just like, That's oh, my so gosh. Funny. Like, literally. I know. It's funny for me so. to think because they are, like, the same size, but they're, like, shoot, like, nine months apart. But Aiden and Vaughn are, like, the same size. So it's funny to think. Like, I can't imagine that Aiden being in, the, <laughs> in a, a crib right now. But I definitely I know, would not move him. Like, just like you Yeah, did. he's, like, so fine. It's, like, what, you know, and we're working yeah. through the preschool transition right now, too. So we did um send our son to preschool he really needed it from the socialization side there was like no doubt about it um and so and it was a really safe environment and super small and they do like everything under the sun from a cleanliness perspective so we felt really really good about it and excited um and that is a transition we're in right now too of like getting him to just be outside of the house and um he did great the first week like he was so excited he wanted to go back the first day um, and then second week, the luster kind of rubbed off and he was, you know, coming down. He's like, I don't want to go to school. And I'm like, well, you're going to go. And then like, he'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. I want to go to school. And we're like, all right. And so my husband actually took him one day and um, poor little Bonnie bear ended up throwing up from nervousness. He got there. We drop him off. Like Nick is home for maybe 10 minutes. And then we get a call that he threw up and we have to pick him up and literally no fever, no nothing. And the teacher's like, yeah, sometimes I think they just throw up from nerves. I think he was just a little nervous. Um, and Nick had told me too, like he dropped him off and Vaughn like walked in the room and like some friends were playing over here and some friends were calling over there. And like, he didn't know what to do. So Vaughn was just kind of like sitting in the oh. middle of the room, like not sure where to go. I know. I was oh. like, Oh my gosh. And Nick was like, I think I almost shed a tear. Like it was really hard to watch because he just seemed a little unsure. And then, you know, lo and behold, we get the call that he threw up. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was a hundred percent nerves. Like this poor guy was just like, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, that's, a, that's a tough transition right now. It's so hard. I'm like, oh my gosh, my little totally. guy. And I was gone all day that day. So like, I couldn't be home to like hug him. And he said he wanted me to take him to school the next day. And I was like, oh, so for oh, baby sweet bear I know. I know I think like the and hardest thing this year is like these are normal transitions but we're in abnormal situations you know so like us even having to decide like do we send them to school or not has been like something we would have never had to think of outside of a pandemic you know it was like mm-hmm. we made a decision early on to send them it's gonna be great and then all of this happened and it's like okay so do we send them? Do we not? Like, there's been so much decision power put on us for, like, the unknown, too, you know, which has been, I think, a, a struggle for so many families. Um, and we told, I, like, totally agree with you sending him. I would have done the exact same thing. Um, we just were in a different situation where Aiden was already in a daycare um, setting that he's been in for five months, or for five months, since he was five months. <laughs> Let's draw that one again. Um, and we were just like, Emery's there too. Like, do we increase their like germ pool by having him at one place and her at one place? He's already comfortable. Like if the day, if the preschool closes, what if we don't have a spot at daycare? Like so many variables that like, had to be weighed in, in this new type of situation. Um, but yeah. at the end of the day, we kept him there. It just made more sense for us. Um, but now I like wish he was at preschool. <laughs> you know, I mean, the good I thing I can say is that all the kids that are his age are a little bit older, like the four-year-olds, they went off to preschool last year. They all came back. So his his daycare is yeah. mostly older kids with him, which was my biggest fear with him being like the oldest with like babies, you know? Um, so 
we're good now. But I mean, it's just such a weird like decision making thing when you have so many different variables to weigh versus like a normal like school year, you know, and we like I can't even imagine us having to like do the homeschooling, you know, all the other stuff that other parents are dealing with, too. It's just such a weird scenario to be doing a transition that should be normal, you know? Yeah. There's so many, uh, that's actually funny you said it because I feel like that um, was something I was thinking about. Cause I'm like, why is this transition like so overwhelming? And for me being a first time parent, putting my kid in some sort of daycare preschool situation, you know, he's been home 24 seven for mm-hmm. all his life. He hasn't been out of the house for care. And so it was really hard to just process that transition of like, my son's going to be out of the home. He's going to be with people that I don't fully know or have completely vetted more than, you know, like, I don't like, I ran like background for my nannies. Like I can't do that for every teacher at the school, you know? Um, And, you know, he's going to be around other kids and families that can do other things. And, you know, there's just like this new level of um, experience for us both. And it's great. And I'm really excited about it. And I think it's a good independence thing for him, but also like, that's its own transition. Um, right. I'm like really worried about safety and, you know, all that stuff. So um, thinking about all those things and, and things that are out of my control is just the normal mom transition. And then you tap into on top of it, COVID. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, no wonder this is like so hard because I'm processing what normal moms process. And then I'm processing this massive other layer of stress and emotion around like, do I send them? Don't I send them? What do I do? What's the right choice? Like, how am I going to be judged? What am I going to open up for risk? What am I going to lose if we don't right. send them? Like, is it good for him? Like, what about his mental development? And like, imagine how much we're missing seeing our friends and having routine. And he's wanting that. Like he, he made mm-hmm. up Dana and Bob, like two imaginary friends at our house because he can't <laughs> barely see his friends. I'm like, yeah. I literally to tell the preschool teacher, I'm like, so if you wonder if Dana and Bob are also in your class, it's fine. They're his imaginary friends. Like, he hasn't really talked about them in the past, like, few weeks. But um, I literally was like, okay, this is fine. And I know he's being using his imagination. It's a good thing. But this could also start leaning towards, like, not a good thing. <laughs> you know? So right, I just right. Like, yeah. I mean, we need to try it. And we can, and I kept being like, you know what? it's a two week reset. Like if we start getting nervous, we'll just quarantine for two weeks if we feel like we need to or whatever. And, you know, we'll go, but they are like doing everything under the sun, but that that's probably been, um, you know, uh, the biggest transition we've had to go through aside from switching up our nannies, unfortunately during COVID that was um, a little intense too, but um Yeah. The childcare thing is, is so it's still a transition nine months into this thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. And I think it's going to continue to be, as for some parents, like schools open up and then they can start going back to school, you know, like there's, there's all different types of transitions, but it is like one thing that you were saying, like being concerned with safety and stuff. It's crazy, like, the first protocol we used to like, you know, be worried of is like emergency protocol, like what if something happens? What if there's an intruder? And now it's like health Mm -hmm. safety protocol, which is like, okay, what is this school's protocol is different from this one? And it's like, there's so many things to be weighing that, um, you know, obviously impact our daily lives. It's just so crazy. We would have never, I would have never seen this <laughs> coming <laughs> pre 2020, know. you know, just so many variables that we're all like trying to balance. Um, but I don't, I mean, yeah. and this also like extends beyond like childcare as well. Like we um, we're lucky in the fact that we've worked for ourselves, you know, for a while now, but 
there's been a lot of transitions we've had to deal with that in our own families with our husbands working from home full time. I think, you know, that's something that we've had to work through. Um, I know a lot of families are dealing with that too for both parents coming home, working from home who maybe haven't in the past and then having their kids there and then also doing homeschooling. Like that's a big transition to be dealing with. Um, I think for us, as far as like having both of us working from home was a little bit difficult in the sense that it had it needed to happen a for health reasons but b i also needed the help because at that time when it started my kids were daycare was closed so it was like there's no way i can be working and have the kids like i need a second person here to help me like man so we can figure it out so it happened to had to happen for safety and for like just logistical reasons um but it was hard in the fact that i got used to my routine of the kids and my husband would leave, you know, three days a week at seven in the morning. And then that was like my time to work. And I, we lived in a small condo and then all of a sudden having three, the three of them back home and we're trying to juggle it all, like was a little bit insane. And <laughs> the first week, my first day, I remember John like had this whole plan of like, cause we didn't have an extra room. So he <laughs> like, this sounds so crazy now that we're out of it, but he, um, <laughs> So he would work in our bedroom. That's where our desk was. And when no one was there, I would work wherever, like the couch, the table, the desk, whatever. Um, but obviously when you have to like keep the kids away, you got to figure out where you're like in a closed space. So he would work in our bedroom at the desk. And at that time, Emery and Aiden weren't sharing their room yet. So Emery would sleep her nap in our closet, which is like exposed in our room where John's working. And um, Aiden would be then in his room sleeping. So John was like, should I just like, like this is like 8 a.m. on the first day that we were all home. And he's like, I was thinking like, should I get a rolling desk and I'll roll it out so she can nap and roll it back in. And I'm just like looking at him like, okay, we are overly impacted in this house to begin with. We're now going to buy a rolling desk that's going to be going in and out because he had full blown monitors, like two huge monitors, like he didn't have a laptop. So that's why it was a little bit difficult to figure out. Too. So I remember looking at him and I was like, I don't give a fuck, like just like screamed it because I was like, you do not realize like you just fucking came into my space. I have no space now. Like and because like he you're in my office. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on? He's he's more in a nine to five job, so by default, I like have the flexibility to like figure it out, which you know is part of the gig and part of why I like flexibility. But always, I become the default of having to figure out like the the audible that we weren't like preparing for. So it was definitely something that we did not have an easy transition with. Once it, we were in a groove, it was fine. But oh my gosh, I was like, uh, for real, for real? <laughs> like, is this happening? <laughs> that was our transition. But we got, oh there. my gosh, I will never forget you telling me about him wanting to move his monitors. And I thought that was like the funniest <sighs> thing on the planet. I'm like, wait, because well, Vaughn, or Vaughn, why do I keep, like, wanting to call my husband, my child, my child, my husband? What's happening today? Um, but Nick had the same situation with the two monitor things. It totally reminds me of the buddy group days where, like, we all had our double monitors and we were so efficient. Oh, yeah. Um, but I was, like, cracking up because I just imagined him, like, walking out of the room being like, here we go. Like, basically Literally, every three yeah. hours because that's how soon a kid will nap, if not sooner. I'm like, this is going to be freaking hilarious. Like, I can't even totally. handle how this guy is going to, like, pop in and out like this. This is so great. Um, well, the whole so, yeah, time, I, I was thinking had, like, the best visual. So, I, like, 
did not even like get it until like he came home with two huge monitors and I'm like oh this is going to be a problem <laughs> like you are going to have to move everything okay <laughs> yeah you're <laughs> like what are you doing oh my gosh he is like yeah like the cords I mean I just be like how is this working for you bud like is this going so what did he end up doing like what was the final verdict so she was able to sleep like in the room while he was working. So he would basically work with the lights off and then we would have like <laughs> noisemakers galore around her. Um, so it ended yeah. up working out. It made it much easier than him having to move in and out with her to just sleep in that room while he was working <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. In the dark. I love that he's like working in the dark. Um, absolutely yeah. like no sound allowed. And no. Yeah. Oh, he would like, sneeze, and I'm like, are you kidding? Why Shut you up! <laughs> he would, like, try to get out the door before he would oh sneeze and, like, run into the door. <laughs> it's like the joke, like, why are you breathing right now? It's like, yes. well, I'm yes. trying to not die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. He, like, stubs his toes while he's trying to get out of the room to sneeze. Yeah. I'm like, hey. Oh, my gosh. Don't even say stub your toes. That brings back PTSD from Nick and I when we brought Vaughn home, like, in the first two days. And he was so diversion from our scheduled content. Um, they always say that babies can't choke from amniotic fluid, and it's an absolute lie because our son did, and he turned blue, and we didn't have one of those those like squeegee things not squeegees but the sections to get the fluid out of his throat and he was like literally turning blue so Nick knew there was one in our bedroom I start sprinting downstairs with like Vaughn in my hands and Nick's like I got it I got it and so I sprint back up and Nick's running into the bedroom like the nursery to give it to me slams his foot into um our molding and completely Ugh. breaks his toe. I mean, this is like also within oh. 15 seconds. Now, mind you, my in-laws are staying with us for the first week of the baby being born. So they've got to witness our entire panic freak out. Nick's like, we're both like cussing, freaking out. Like, I mean, our son's literally choking and we don't, he's not breathing. Like, we don't know what to do. And I've never seen someone turn blue before. So it was like my, like five, like alarm panic. I mean, it was going down. And um, Carol ends up having Vaughn upside down, Nick's mom. And Nick is like, suck, like I'm suctioning and Nick's suction, like we're just sitting there both like going crazy. Oh. And Vaughn starts screaming and I'm like, he's not breathing. And Carol's like, he's breathing. He's screaming. So he's getting oxygen. And I'm like, are you sure? And I'm like, literally like still freaked out thinking he's like, not okay. And he's like wailing oh. his head off. So clearly he's breathing. But literally anytime someone like talks about stubbing their toe, that's immediately the story that flashes in my head because I look back and Leo's in the background just like, I mean, he is like white. His face is seen a goat. He doesn't even know what is going on right now because we were just like on, on like a good one. And oh, <laughs> Nick's like so mad Oh, man, we all needed, like, five minutes in our own corners after that. I mean, it was obviously a very, like, traumatic situation. But looking back, I mean, we literally crack up laughing. We were, like, we were, like, a complete disaster. Thank God his mom was there because I'm pretty sure, I think I said that story I was carrying Vaughn. I wasn't. I, we, I left Vaughn in the room to go run downstairs and get the one that I knew downstairs. So, like, 
if it was just Nick and I, we would have just left, left a baby on a changing table. Like we were in panic, you know, so I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like so many things of like not a good oh idea, like panic, but you better believe I invested in those things. And we had with both kids, those little syringes followed us around for the first like four months, man. If I didn't have a syringe next to me, I would like flip out. I'm like, where's the syringe? And like, like, I mean, totally. It was like nutty stuff, but uh, that's another transition. That first, that zero to one kid, whew, that was like probably the hardest transition for me. I feel like one to two wasn't that bad. Oh, I know yeah. we talked about that when we were pregnant, um, what we thought it was going to be like. And I definitely think looking back, one to two is like breezy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. Totally. I and it made bad. me be like, God, why did I like not enjoy the single kid situation <laughs> before two? Yeah, you know? why was I, I was like, why was oh, I such why a crazy person? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Oh, man. No, I do. I agree. I think that transition was definitely smoother because we already like knew like the kind of the things that were like, I don't know, the foundational pieces of having the baby, like the baby all of a sudden became the easiest thing ever. And I feel like more yeah. like the toddler situation was more of a juggle for us um, during like the first initial transition of bringing the baby home. I was like, dude, she's fine. <laughs> like this is easy. Yeah, like we're good. I know it was definitely more like second nature with the second because you just kind of knew what to do with breastfeeding and you had your people to help because you've already gotten the help that you might have needed from the first or you've like known what help you might need because you heard from other friends now and it just you know like lactation consultant was already scheduled I mean there's just so much I already had dialed that I didn't have the first time um and it definitely you know made a difference um and yeah, I feel like we've we've made it through some good transitions between work and personal and, um, you know, just kind of kind of figuring out this new wave. I know there's, I'm sure, more to come, but I feel like those are the, the big ones for us so far. Those are. The jury's still out of for success. I'm just kidding. No. Um, yeah. funny. We just have to, like, laugh at it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Seriously. It's, yeah, the whole thing's just, I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm not even making years resolutions here. I'm just, like, praying for a new year um and that's yeah, like no plan we're out <laughs> yeah Loose oh, plan. speaking of transitions um I feel like we have to transition out of this because mama's on a clock today this is one of our quick little recordings because we are working from home scheduled out and living it up yeah um, thanks for tuning sense. in guys we would love to hear what works for you during transitions. Come find us on Instagram at soulspace.co and we'll be back yeah. here every other Wednesday. Thank you for again. checking in. Love you, mean it. <laughs> Thank you for joining a space for soul. If you like what you heard, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We'll, we'll love, love you forever. forever. For more information on today's topics, The notes from this episode can be found on our website, soulspace.co forward slash podcast. That's soulspace, S-O-L-S-P-A-C-E dot co forward slash podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at soulspace.co. Catch us next week at the same place, same time. And as always, feel free to tell a friend. Toodles. Toodles!